0: Hey, what's up everybody? How y'all doing out there? It is 9:08 a.m., Tuesday, April 14th, 2020. Day 30, was it like 33, 34 of the of the big Q. Oh my god. All right, so this is going to be a quick episode. I know I say that every single time. I always say it's going to be quick. But I swear. I'm just going to I'm just going to bang it out. It's going to be the big bang. This is my theory, guys. I'm going to have a big bang here, and we're going (laughs) to just do this thing. And because I want to make it, I know I've been doing so many episodes. I've been doing every single day, multiple episodes some days. So I want to make the podcast catch upable. Is that a word? If not, I it's one I just made up. Catch upable. I wanna make it reasonable. I've been giving out too much homework to the to the pod class. The pod class. There you go. <laughs> it's a class that you take over podcasts. It's a pod class. Very good. <laughs> Very good. And yes, yeah, so I just wanna say that. I just want to put in a workman-like performance today. That's my goal. I'm just going to give it my all. See, let the chips fall as they may. Give 110% and podcast it to the limit. Here we go. Oh, but man, I already went for a nice walk this morning. Almost an hour. Just got back like a little bit ago, a few minutes ago. And, ooh, my throat just made a weird noise. And the main thing that happened on the walk is I saw this little bird. This little birdie was sitting in the middle of the sidewalk. And it was was paralyzed. It couldn't move. It had paralysis. And, yeah, it was so sad because I walked by it. And then when I walked back... I saw it again, and it was looking at me. I, I was just like talking. <laughs> I was talking to it. <laughs> uh, the, if you can't tell the, this, big cue is, is, is getting to me. Well, it's not getting to me. It's not really, but I'm getting just a little, a little antsy. I guess that's why I go for walks every morning now. Just gotta get out, cause, yeah, I need to get outside more. You just sit in the backyard again. It's a beautiful day today. Beautiful day. It's a beautiful day to many it away. Beautiful day. Hey, 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 hey. Touch me. Take me to that other place. Reach me. I know I'm not a hopeless case What you don't have, you don't need it now What you don't have, you don't need so Yeah, it's a beautiful day God, that was one of my favorite concerts of all time Seeing you 2 at Quest Field Back when it was called Quest Field, before they changed it to the Clink, but the Clink, Which just makes it sound like jail, which it can be for opposing teams when they play the Seahawks at the Clink. It's essentially football jail. One of the best home field advantages in sports. One of the best. The Hawk's Nest. This week on Outside the Lines. Is that show still on? Gosh. I I just never watch... I mean, I haven't had cable for years. But we obviously had it back home. So, I mean, whenever I was... Whenever I was home back in 2018. I guess I was... I would watch cable back then. (laughs) But yeah. I just haven't had it for a while. Death my cable report. I just don't see myself getting cable anytime soon. Oh, one. All right. So first, let me finish that bird story. The bird story. Let me finish that bird box. Uh, that bird a bird box. That sounds like something you'd order at Taco Bell. Taco Bell in in China. <laughs> Taco Bell in China. Let me get the bird box. the the bat box. <laughs> no, bird bird box is funnier though. Cause isn't that the name? Isn't Bird Box the name of that really popular movie that went viral? Viral, viral. Remember the Sandy Sandy Bullock, the one where they're blindfolded. Yeah, that's Bird Box. I watched that one. All right. So anyway, the bird. <laughs> so, yeah, it was so sad because, as I was walking away, it just looked looked right right in my eyes and fluttered its wings, but it, it couldn't move. It was, it had some sort of injury. So. I was just thinking I was like should I, should I adopt this bird or walk it to the veterinarian's office but are they even open? And then I just left. I just kept walking though. And then I figured a a kitty cat is going to come get it. Come pick it up pretty soon, maybe already. But that's what happens. That's it's a it's a cat eat bird world out there. All right. Oh, and then the other thing I thought was funny is the thing. This made me laugh this morning to myself for the stimulus package. That it's funny how the lowest they have the lowest bar of earning as seventy five thousand a year, and I was I was just laughing because. I was like, why, why do they have such a high bar for, they, it should be even more tiered, because, I mean, I don't, I don't want to complain or anything, but, I mean, I'm not complaining, I'm just stating facts, I don't, I haven't made, I haven't made $75,000 in my entire life, so, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm not, I mean, I'm not that old. I'm about to be 27 in 10 days. This is my my birthday quarantine time period. So but I just thought that was so funny how it's 75,000 for the for their lowest tier. I just like I was like this should be that should be 30,000 and below cuz there's a 75,000 is a good salary. I, mean, I don't know for California is not going to get you as far as other parts of the country, but still though, 75,000 cuz how much is that a month? That's 6 grand a month. Which if you think about it, that's a lot. That's 3 grand every 2 weeks. Right? Yeah. That was good math. Yeah, that's a lot of money. I mean, like, because when people say 75000 they don't think it's that much. But then, if you tell them every two weeks you get 3000 that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. <laughs> I mean, I, maybe I just have low standards for what's a lot of money, but... I'd be saving a ton if I was, if I was raking in that much. Ooh, man! And then, so then think about when people make a hundred twenty thousand. That's ten grand a month, which is a lot of money. But I mean, then you got like, you pay more taxes then, so that's how. That's how. That's the the flip side of that coin. But so well, Yeah, that, I that's why I thought was funny. Cuz now I'm thinking what do you th- what do you guys think the average yeah, I said it was going to be a quick episode. It's still going to be quick. I'm about to wrap it up soon. I swear. Average US salary. What do you think the average US salary is? F- guess 56,516 is oh this is back in 2015 what about in 2020 let's see in 2020 the, med- the median salary is 85,800 but what's the average salary let's see what the street.com says or if they're talking about wall street all right, come on, just this translates to a yearly income of about forty eight thousand six hundred seventy two see exactly that's what I was just saying that's forty eight thousand that's well below seventy five k so <laughs> I don't know what point I'm trying to make, but i'm no, I guess the point I'm trying to make is. Why would a person? I mean, I'm not complaining. I I don't, want, I don't want to complain. I don't like, but I just want to make a point that it's kind of funny that a person who earns seventy-five thousand gets is it just is going to get the same amount of money as a person who earns twenty thousand. Like, how how is that? How is that not a? I mean, twenty thousand is not a lot of money, but it's, but what am I saying? I'm saying there should be, like the people, down in my class, <laughs> down in my neck of the woods, for salary. I'm just saying, I'm not complaining. I'm saying we should get maybe just a nominal amount, like a hundred dollars more than someone who earns seventy thousand. Cause if you're earning seventy thousand you should have you should have some money in the bank for sure. You should definitely have some savings. Right? Because if you earn seventy K for five years that's three hundred. That's three hundred K right there. And if you just save half of that that's a hundred fifty. hundred fifty k this has turned into like a freakonomics <laughs> a Freakonomics podcast. No, I just like like it does get me that I'm I'm very corny sometimes. Like I, I get excited about saving. <laughs> like, it's like the the cheesiest thing about me. Like, I'm just like, you could, you can save some money, you know, if you're, if you're pulling in good money, I mean, not even, because I don't, I don't know, what do we consider good money in the United States? I think it depends where you live. Because if you're earning 70,000 in Montana, you're, you're rich, like you're, you you have a big house. <laughs> you you live in a mansion if you're making seventy grand a year in Montana, because cause you can buy a five thousand square foot house for under how much? Probably under three hundred thousand. Probably two hundred fifty thousand dollars, which is insane compared to here here in. LA. I, I mean, you have to be you have to be really rich and and crazy. I just I wouldn't buy a house down here. I mean it's so it's so expensive to buy a house down here. And if yeah, I'm just if I was gonna buy a home I mean I want to some that's definitely uh, obviously a goal. I wouldn't be a homeowner before I would like a goal of mine I'm just gonna put it out here right now right in the podcast. A goal of mine is to be a homeowner within the decade. I think that, that gives me a lot of time. By the by the age I'll be by my thirty seventh birthday. That's kind of a that's kind of an arbitrary number. But, uh, I mean, I, I, it'd be insane if I owned a home here, because you have to be rich. You have to have a lot of money to buy a house here in, in SoCal. But even also where I'm from, also the Puget Sound area, up there in Bothell and by Kirkland and Bellevue. It's almost it's almost as expensive as down here, so yeah, <laughs> maybe I'll maybe Eastern Washington, Washington. I could see myself trying to buy a home in Pullman. Go back to the, the original a Star is Born HQ. <laughs> uh, what am I saying anymore? Yeah, but. If I'm still living here, that that be that's just so long from now. I don't know why I'm even, why am I even? You can't, you can't even predict anywhere in the future. Like, I should just worry about the next few months. <laughs> just worry about the next few months. You know, just just get through this thing, whatever this thing is. But yeah, I think. 10 years is, is too far to project into the future. I would just... Like a long-term goal for me is one year. Like one year from now is... That's not super long-term, but it's definitely... It's not short-term, that's for sure. All right. <laughs> now I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. <laughs> Speaking of short-term... Like how I said it was gonna be a short episode, but then and then I just thought that was so funny that like that's ridiculous that the lowest tier I'm sure other people have pointed this out that the lowest tier is seventy five thousand and below. Like and and we just looked it up. And the average income is forty eight thousand. So it should be fifty thousand and below. If anything, but I mean, I don't know why. it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. It's just, this, is, this isn't like a, a permanent thing. Like it'll probably only happen in like a couple months or whatever. I mean, knock on wood. It's just, whatever. Well, who knows? We'll see what happens. You know Maybe you're listening to this a year from now, and, and you're still quarantined. <laughs> no. No, no, I doubt it. I I definitely doubt it. All right. Oh, S- Stan Javier. <laughs> Just a random a random transition. Stan Javier. I remember him. Dang. Oh, this was his last season. He played 17 years. His first season was 1984. Wow. And he used to have a mustache. But then he didn't look anything like he used to look for the Mariners, because he used to he used to rock that mustache. He had that that late '80s baseball player look, because he, and he played for the Oakland A's in the late '80s, won the World Series with them in '89, which was the that what was it called? You know, like the, the earthquake series between with, and that was at San Francisco at the Giants. What was, what was the old Giants stadium called? Candlestick. At Candlestick. There we go. All right. Stan Javier. What'd he do for his career? 269 batting average. Only 57 homers over 17 seasons. <laughs> that's that's less than four home runs a season wow that's a low percentage of home a low average of home runs only thirteen hundred fifty eight hits so he was he must have been a good fielder what do you, oh he played outfield yeah he must have been a good fielder because it's not a not a great hitter but not a terrible hitter, on base percent three forty five for the career. How many doubles did he have? Two hundred twenty five doubles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just not, just not too great. All right, that's Dan Javier. He was a journeyman. That's what that's what you call him? A journeyman player. They use journeyman carpenter, or journeyman baseball player those are the those are the only two journeymen there. And, and journeyman rock star like member of the band like Steve Perry <laughs> member member of journey a journey a journeyman member of the band journey but speaking of Steve Perry though is he is Steve Perry still okay he's still alive I was just wondering, he's 71, Steve Perry is, but he was the lead singer of Journey from 1977 to 87, and 95 to 98, there you go, and then, now who's, what's the name of the the guy who replaced him, is it, is it. Neil Sean? No, that's not... Is it... Jonathan Kane? No, that's not the guy. It's... Arnel Pineda. Yep, yeah, that's the dude. The Filipino guy. Who... When... In 2007... He became the new lead singer of Journey. Yeah, that's... Oh, random... Phil- Speaking of the Philippines... Did you know that Ricky Gervais used to be a pop star in the Philippines back in the eighties? Isn't that crazy? <laughs> we've we've talked about it, but it was, we've done so many episodes now that it's okay that we bring that up again. Yeah, yeah, cheeky. Yeah. Wait, and I'm trying to do. I'm trying to think of how. Yeah yeah i was a rock star wasn't i yeah i was a i was a pop star wasn't i i was was quite the quite the journeyman huh huh <laughs> quite the journeyman pop star huh all right so there you go let's um wait so was there anything i didn't even say what happened in the game yet did i i haven't even talked about the Marin- <laughs> i haven't even talked about the Mariners game so here we go let's just hop into it. Let's, after like all this time, let's just hop right into it. Let's just get right into it. April Fourteenth, Two Thousand One, Mariners won Mariners win, two to one. We are now eight and three to defeat the Anaheim Angels, and I love their old logo. I want to point that out. Like, it's the the home plate and then the two bats, and then the angel wings. On home plate, and I like their colors, cause they had the the red, and it's kind of teal, kind of yeah, cause I like I like the old angel uniforms more than, they totally changed, everything they got, changed their colors, they went to, bright red. All right, that's my uniform, update. Alliteration. Alright, so <laughs> this game was 19 years ago today, 7.05 p.m. start, Edison Field, 2 hours, 52 minutes, 34,780 people, only 4 hits for the Mariners and 2 hits for the Angels, so only 6 hits in the game, Freddie Garcia got the win, Ismail Valdez got the loss, and Kazuhiro Sasaki Got his sixth save of the season, wow! And John Olerud, his second double. David Bell had his fourth RBI, and Ichiro had his fourth ribby. What did all right? Yeah, we'll just we'll just save Jeff Nelson Nelly got a hold pitched point two innings, got two outs, and then Arthur Rhodes got one out, and got a hold. And then Sasaki came in. So the Mariners, the 0-1 Mariners, were ahead of their time with the bullpen, with the way that they would use, they would bring in Jeff Nelson for a couple outs and Arthur Rhodes for a couple outs. And there's another one that I'm forgetting right now. But remember, they have they have another good reliever that we've talked about but yeah because I mean they were ahead of their time because now everybody does that they have the the bullpen specialists who come in for one out and they make like six pitching changes a game the Mariners were doing that before everybody baby we set the table we set the table for the league like how I say I like to include myself as a part of the Mariners alright speaking of which this is something I got at the Mariners game when I went to this must have been what was it 2017 I think yeah I think it was 2017 when they retired Edgar's number I went to back to back games that weekend I went to his number retiring, and I think I was at the Mariner's Hall of Fame ceremony for him, so that was pretty cool. But I got this, this little plaque here, it says Martinez, it's a home plate, it's a 11 number on it, his number 11, it says Alaska at the bottom, Alaska Airlines. Based in Seattle. And yeah, you can hang it up. It has... Can you hear that? That's the that's little metal hangy thingies it's got on the back of it. So I could even hang this up somewhere if I wanted. But that's pretty cool. I, liked, I like it. And there's a free promotion. Where Everybody in the whole stadium got one of these. I do believe, because normally promotions are only the first twenty-five thousand or whatever. But I think it was special for Edgar Weekend. I'm pretty sure everyone got one of these, and I also got, I got another thing from that weekend that I'll talk about on a future episode of A Space Needle Odyssey. And that's how you do a a tease. That's a <laughs> that's a broad. Broadcasting. That's pod... Pod broading. Broad pod... Broad potting. Uh, <laughs> Alright. Very good. <coughs> I sound like Marge Simpson right there. Mm-hmm. Homie. Homie. <laughs> homie. Mm-hmm. Man, maybe I need a sip of... water. Maybe I need to get some water. You think I? You think I get some wooder you, you think I should get some wooder? Okay. Here we go. This is a quote from Baseball: A Book of Quips and Quotes. All you have to do is pick up a baseball. It begs to you. Throw me. If you took a year to design an object to hurl, you'd end up with that little spheroid, shver- small enough to nestle in your fingers. But big enough to have some heft. Lighter than a rock, but heavier than a hunk of wood. It's even neat stitch it's even neat stitching, laced into the leather's slippery white surface. Gives your fingers a purchase. A baseball was made to throw. It's almost irresistible. Dave Drevicky. I like I like the phrase gives your fingers a purchase. I've never even heard that. I'm trying to think of what that even means. What does it mean to... To give your fingers... Your fingers. Give your fingers a purchase. Give your fingers. I don't know. I don't really... <laughs> I'm trying to think. What does... Give your fingers a purchase. So... Give them something to buy. <laughs> when you go to the store... You're giving your fingers a purchase... Because you're picking things up that you're going to purchase. Or maybe it gives your fingers a purpose. Was it a typo? Was it a typo? Because it gives your fingers a purpose. A porpoise. Purchase. (laughs) Alright. I've just never heard the phrase to give something a purchase. Wait, we just got to look it up. We just gotta stop. I'm just gonna stop talking about it, and because that's what we do on this show, is we say we're gonna go short, and we go long, and to give something a purchase. Here we go. Um, wow, it's not a common, it's not a common phrase. To get a firm hold on something the rear wheels of the truck spun trying to gain a purchase in the mud okay yeah to to grasp hold of something very well makes sense all right so there you go we learned something i just i just gave purchase to the phrase giving purchase for everybody here for all you listening out there cuz yeah, right. Because <laughs> <laughs> we grasped hold. We grasped, we took firm hold of, of what it means. We we grasp, we grasped what the phrase to take hold, we took hold of it. We took, per, we took purchase of that phrase. Uh, you get it. You get what I'm saying. All right, here we go. Last thing I'm doing here before we wrap it up. God saved the fan. Will Leach, founder of Deadspin, Jason Giambi, proof that steroids are good for you and will make you money, signed nine-digit contract with the Yankees after years of steroid abuse, a contract that cannot be voided. Well, that's. I love the end. I love the way he ended that sentence. <laughs> a contract that cannot be voided, no matter what. But that's funny. That's a. Jason Giambi definitely <clears throat> probably would not have been a hall of famer. One of, one of those guys who wouldn't have had hall of fame numbers if not for the steroids. But I don't think he's he's not going to make it into the hall of fame. Right? It's Barry Bonds. Wait, has Barry Bonds even Now I'm now I'm trying to think they haven't even they haven't even given it to Barry yet, have they? Let's see. Barry Bond's a Hall of Famer. They should I think my idea, they should let all the steroid guys in. Just make a steroid wing. Just make a it's, it's really buff. It's really <laughs> just make a steroid wing of the Hall of Fame. And it's just gonna be all juiced up. There can be a juice bar. Ooh! There should be a juice bar. In the steroid wing of the Baseball Hall of Fame, there you go. Now I'm coming up with. I that's a fun idea to end the podcast on. So so all you baseball Hall of Fame workers out there listening, or if anybody work, if anybody knows anyone who works for the Hall of Fame, or anything like that, just let them know that. Just give them this podcast, and direct them to the direct him to this podcast and yeah (laughs) that's a fun idea there should be a there's a steroid wing of the Hall of Fame which people have said before but then there's a juice bar get it juice they're juiced alright we're good we're done thank you so much I love you what would they serve at the juice bar they would serve it'd be (laughs) It'd be strong, strong berry lemonade. Oh my gosh, that's great! <laughs> Is it good? Strong berry lemonade, and do I come up with one more? Um, no, that's alright. That's good. There'd be pretzels. they would just be soft. they would be like, do I? I think it's random. But speaking of baseball, my favorite snack. Oh this is a a fun trivia thing. My favorite snack at baseball games are pretzels. I love a soft pretzel. You know those soft pretzels and then they're all in the tree. You you guys know the you know what I'm talking about the soft pretzel tree and it's in that they open the the clear door to it. And it's all steamy in there. And some of them, have, I like, I get the one with salt. But then I just brush off a bunch of the salt. So then it's just lightly salted. That's what I do with it. Oh, man. And then if you get cheese sauce with it. What? <laughs> cheese sauce? Yeah, cheese sauce? Game over. Yeah. I mean, the cheese sauce isn't really that good. But I do love a soft pretzel, though. And, yeah, I just, that's an underrated sporting event snack, is soft pretzels. I can't get over it. <laughs> all right, there we go. It's over. Thank you. I love you. Get my books on Amazon. Read my blog, one.blogspot.com. Share the podcast. Hit that share button on your phone and push it on your social media, on your Instagram stories, your, your Facebook stories, your, all that stuff, your Twitter they don't have Twitter stories but your tweets (laughs) alright love you thank you for listening and bye